0: Will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers' help, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Welcome, everyone, to episode three hundred and eighty four of and Freak. I'm your host, the Glorious League Freak. Andrew just isn't quite with us here today. Um, he wanted to be here, but he's got a few things going on. It's nothing major, nothing to worry about. It's just life. You know how sometimes life catches up with you and you've got to sort some things out. It would be good, I think, though, if you all went on Twitter and you all tweeted, Andrew, why have you abandoned us? Just because, you know, and we don't want to make him feel bad. But why have you abandoned us, Andrew? Anyway, let's get into our preview of the upcoming round of games. It's going to be interesting to see how some teams bounce back from their round one performances. There's been some funny stuff in the media. One of the things I saw today was that Paul Kent said that Tom Trebojevic was shut down by the Penrith Panthers, so maybe a positional switch is what is needed, which is pretty funny because last year he won the Dalian medal at fullback. We are one game into the season and only a stupid moron would suggest that we move any player in the entire competition out of their preferred position that is a representative player, that is one of the first-picked For the Australian team, because of one game. And one game where his team didn't even play that badly. It's just that Penrith were playing so well. Anyway, we'll get to that eventually. Let's start off with Thursday night football. We've got the Melbourne Storm, who are currently in fourth position. They're taking on the South Sydney Rabdos, who obviously lost their first game against the Broncos. The Melbourne Storm are bringing back a number of key players. Cameron Munster is one of them. Uh, Harry Grant obviously comes back and Jesse Bromwich they lose some players though they're going to be missing Cameron Smith, Bronson Garlick, um, Christian Welsh who's out for pretty much the season and George Jennings who is definitely out for the season on the Rabideau side they welcome back Latrell Mitchell from his suspension last year from smashing Manu's face Let's see how many games Mitchell plays. He really needs them to play every game if they're going to have any chance to play any part as a proper premiership contender this year. Um, look, the Storm, they they beat the West Tigers last week, but they wouldn't be 100% happy with how it all went. They had to do a bit of a slog against the West Tigers, and they're a bit of a better team than that. As for the Rabbitohs, to lose up first up to the Broncos you know that was obviously disappointing but i don't think i think people are sleeping on the broncos and i've been saying it for a long time anyway on Palmerbet, the prices are the melbourne storm in the head-to-head are $1.39 against south sydney three dollars now it is down there in melbourne that needs to be remembered and it is a bit of a graveyard down there for visiting teams the line is at seven and a half points. So at seven and a half points, you can get $1.95 out of the Rabbitohs and one eighty-five out of the Melbourne Storm. So, you know, there's obviously a little bit of backing for the Storm there. Um, look, I can't go past the Storm in this game. I need the Rabbitohs to step up and show me what they can really do this year. I definitely feel like the Storm will get better and better But the Rabbitohs, there is that question mark over them. How will they go without Adam Reynolds? It's a huge question mark too because, you know, you lose a playmaker like him. It's not easy to replace. So they've got some work to do there. Now on Friday night, the first game of the round, 6 p.m. It's the third place Dragons coming up against the first place Penrith Panthers. This game is going to be played at Nestrata Jubilee Stadium there in uh, in uh, St. George. Now, Palmerbet has this one, similarly big odds. If you go for the head-to-head, it's the Penrith Panthers 128 versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons $3.75, which is massive. Uh, the Dragons have a 10.5 point head start you will get that at $1.87. The Panthers, with the handicap, the ten and a half point handicap, one dollar ninety-three. That's interesting. Uh I don't rate the Dragons just yet. They were not too bad last weekend, but they're just in against a whole different level of club here, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good marker for them to see where they're really at. Now, the Dragons, they've lost Aaron Woods. Um, They bring back Daniel Alvaro, George Burgess, Jalen Hunt. Uh, I'm just going through. Tariq Sims comes back. Moga comes back. Uh, For the Panthers, they've lost uh, Moses Leota, who has a bit of a shoulder injury. I think I saw that he's going to be out for about 8 to 10 weeks for that. So that's no good. Um, they bring back Eisenhuth, Robert Jennings comes back, uh, Tylen May, Sonny Luke. Look, the Panthers, we know what we're going to expect out of them. It's going to be a very good defensive effort from them. It's going to be a really good test for the Dragons at home. Uh, it's going to be especially a good test for their forwards. You know, their forwards, I don't think anybody has rated them, but they played pretty good in that first game, it must be said. And while the Panthers aren't at full strength up front, you would guess that they're still going to be pretty damn hard to beat. Um, Nathan Cleary isn't back yet. So Sean O'Sullivan is there in the halves. But we saw how well he played in that first game. Like, they didn't miss a beat with him in the halves. I obviously have to tip the Penrith Panthers. It's going to be a while before they lose a game, I think. Um, so we'll see how that one p- plays out. Now, the following game after that... So I'm just getting bringing it up on the NRL website. Now, the following game after that, the Sydney Roosters take on the Seagulls. The Roosters are in 15th place. The Seagulls are in 16th place. So this is a wooden spoon battle early on. Now, this game's been played at the Sydney Cricket Ground. I actually got a message from somebody at the NRL that reminded me that this game had changed venues. Early on when they put out their first draw, this game was going to be played at Central Coast Stadium. And they've obviously moved it to the SCG since. So thank you to the person at the NRL that contact me, contacted me about that. Um, and I changed it on my website. So this one here. Parma Bet has the roosters in the head-to-head at $1.80. And the Manly Warringah Seagulls at $2. Now, the handicap betting gives the Manly Seagulls a a 1.5 point head start, $1.90. And it's $1.90 for the 1.5 points uh, handicap for for the Roosters. So, it's interesting. The punters are kind of a bit split on how this game will go. Um... You know, there's a few inclusions. It's obviously a lot of the extended bench. Uh, Lachlan Lamb has come into the extended bench for the Roosters. Um, George Tafu has come onto the extended bench for the Manly Seagulls. So has Dylan Walker. We will see. I, I can't go past the Roosters in this one. I think that they really didn't turn up in that first round match which was interesting they will have been absolutely smashed in training and I would suggest that they will be much better in this game the Seagulls I didn't think played all that poorly in the second game Uh, in the first game sorry against the Panthers they just were strangled out of it by that Panthers defense which as I've said before it's the best defensive side I think I've ever seen in my life so They, you know, they can't really go into this game feeling like they're out of form. They've just come off, you know, I know it was a big loss to the best team in the competition and the best team in the world, mind you, but it's not like they got thrashed by some also-ran. The Roosters would feel like they... Really got beaten up by night side that we didn 't really know too much about coming into that first round, so the roosters are really going to want to put one on the seagulls here, and that 's the reason why i 've tipped the roosters in this game. I just think that you know they should bounce back. I think Tedesco will be a little bit more on i 'm really interested to see how Walker and Kiry go in the halves. I thought in that first game. They were pretty poor and they were getting beaten up too by the Knights forwards. It was really interesting to see that. Um, The Roosters forwards need to step up in this game. They've they've got a lot that they really need to prove this season because I'm a little bit... I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a question mark hanging over their forwards. They've got some backs that can get the job done but their forward pack, I'm not really sure about just yet. As for the Seagulls, how many games can he keep Tom Troboevich down in? Um, you know, if you were a betting man, you would probably put money on him to be the man of the match in this game. But we will see. Uh, Kieran Foran and Cherry Evans, obviously, for the Seagulls, big key there. And once again, I want to see how the Seagulls forwards go. You know, it's funny, for all the talk about the outside backs and the halves and everything for these teams... A lot of the time, the real contenders, it's forward packs that win your premiership because that's where your defense starts. You know, you've got to be able to stop all of these great attacking plays through the middle of the field. And right now, Panther, the Panthers are right out there in front of everyone. I think after that, you would have to look at a team like the Storm. And then after that, I think everyone else has a question mark over them. I don't really look at any other forward pack and say, well, yeah, they can get the job done. So, Games like this, and I know it's very early on, you know, it's a good test for both sides. They can see where they're at and uh, we'll find out. But I tip the Roosters. I just, I can't go past them in this game. We kick off Saturday Night Football up there in, let's see where we're at, Seabus Super Stadium. Um We've got the 10th place Gold Coast Titans taking on the 14th place New Zealand Warriors. Now, the Warriors have a few outs. Uh, Dallin Watini zelezniak badly, badly, badly broke his thumb. I don't know if you saw the x-rays of his thumb, but a thumb is not supposed to look like that on an x-ray. It was broken straight through and pointing in a weird direction uh sean johnson is out in this game he's going to be out for a while too he's got a bit of a peck strain and valia is out as well uh there's no outs for the titans now palmer bet has the gold coast titans as favorite in the head-to-head for this one they're at $1.37 meanwhile the warriors are $3.10 um their handicap betting gives the warriors a an eight and a half point start they're at $1.87, and with the handicap, the Gold Coast Titans are at $1.93. Now, the big inclusion here for the Warriors is Reece Walsh. He comes back from a bit of a suspension for doing a little something, something on the side in the offseason season that he shouldn't have been doing. It's They really need him. They really, really need him at the back. Now, Johnson might be out, but it allows Chanel Harris Tavita to move into the halves. He's going to be playing five-eighth alongside Ash Taylor. He's the listed halfback. I don't know about that. Uh, Nathan Brown, look, I, I can understand having to uh, lose Johnson, but then throwing in Taylor and having Tavita come in it. Like, Tavita should have been in the halves from, you know, playing halfback from the first game have Johnson at 5'8". I don't know about Nathan Brown's coaching, hey. Like at some point, and I know that he had the worst job in the world there at Newcastle where he was basically fixing one of the worst recruitment messes I think I've ever seen. And that's saying something because I've seen the West Tigers. But I tell you what, when you look at what he did at the Dragons and then you look at what he did at the Knights – And now you look at what he's doing at the Warriors. Like, when has he ever been a good coach? I just don't know. I, I I feel like when the Warriors get back home, that they're gonna kind of sit down and say, "Look, he got the job done while we're away from home. It's time for a change." That wouldn't uh, shock me, and that would mean that, you know, maybe. I don't think he'll get sacked this season, but I think at the end of the season. That's what I would do if I was the Warriors anyway. Um, The Warriors are based up there in Queensland, I believe. I think they're based on the Sunshine Coast. So this isn't a huge trip for them, which isn't too bad. I would have to tip the Titans. The Titans played pretty damn well against the Parramatta Eels last weekend. They had a lot of decisions go against them. They had an opportunity to win that game. And it was like in the last probably half hour, every 50-50 call seemed to go against them. So I've kind of got to tip the uh, the Gold Coast Titans in this one. Now the next game, Saturday, 5.30pm. We have the Cronulla Sharks, who are in 11th place, taking on said Parramatta Eels, your greatest team ever in March. Uh, they're in seventh place. They're playing this at PointsBet Stadium. Uh, what's PointsBet Stadium? Is that the... I think that's the the ground that they say is the... Uh, let's look it up. PointsBet Stadium. I think this might be Shark Park. Yeah, it is. So the Sharks going back home. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. I wish they'd just stick with the names for stadiums, eh? Hey? Anyway... Um, I can't go past the Eels in this one. I know that they weren't that impressive in the last game, but I think that uh, neither were the Sharks. The Sharks looked pretty average to me. Uh, they've still named Matt Moylan there at 5-8 in the halves with Nico Hines. Nico Hines is obviously playing halfback. I think that that's a mistake. Uh, I don't know if they've got their coach back yet. He was supposedly Fitzgibbon was coaching basically from watching from TV i think that I, I don't think you could do that and i think any any level-headed coach would say listen i'm not there i can't make the right decisions this game needs to be controlled by my assistant coach who will be there and who can control everything now i don't know if that's what happened but that's what i think a level-headed coach would do then again It's his first head coaching role in the NRL. I can see if he was excited about that. Now, the head-to-head results on palmabet.com. The Cronulla Sharks are outsiders in this one. They're at $2.25, and the Parramatta Eels are at $1.65. So the punters have the Eels winning this one. The uh, handicap betting. The Sharks only have a a three-and-a-half-point head start, it's $1.90 either way, whether you go with the uh, head start for the Sharks or the handicap for the Paramount Eels. I've got to say, I like the point, the, uh, the Eels to cover that handicap bet. I think that they'll be able to overcome that and still beat the Sharks. Um, you know, the Sharks are one of those teams. I've got to see it. There's been a lot of talk out of the Sharks over the offseason. I can understand that they're looking to move towards something different than they've had. But under John Morris, they weren't bad, you know. So we'll see if they actually improve or not. They did a lot of recruitment, and against last week against the Raiders, they were they were pretty average, I thought. So we'll see what happens in this game. Uh, now to round out Saturday night, we've got the ninth place North Queensland Cowboys taking on the sixth place Canberra Raiders up there in Townsville. Um, now, Tenua Brown is out for the Cowboys. Uh, Snyder and Josh Hodson are out for the Canberra Raiders. Now, just going through, Tom Starling will be starting at hooker for the Raiders. I think that's an improvement, quite honestly. Um, Raiders impressed me a little bit last week. They stuck with it. There were a couple of times in that game against the Sharks where things didn't go their way and they could have just dropped their bundle, like we've seen them do time and time again. They didn't. They stuck in with it, and they got a pretty good win to start their season at home. Uh, the Cowboys, look, they look terrible. They played the Bulldogs. They lost the game. Both teams look terrible. So the betting has the Cowboys obviously outsiders. They're at $2.50 in the head-to-head. The Canberra Raiders $1.54. Uh I tell you what, I think the one dollar fifty four is pretty good value. When you go to the handicap, uh the Raiders have a four point five uh points handicap at one dollar ninety-five. I think they'll cover that. I really think they should cover that. Uh with the um with the points, the North Queensland Cowboys are one dollar eighty five. So there's been a little bit of money put on the Cowboys with that points head start, which is a little bit surprising to me because, uh, man, they were were pretty average at times in that game on the weekend. Now, Sunday, we start the day off with a match between the second-place Newcastle Knights taking on the 13th-place West Tigers up there at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. Uh, this is your 4pm game. So let's have a look at the betting odds first for this one. Um, the Knights are favourites. $1.45 in their head-to-head. The West Tigers are outsiders at $2.75. Uh, is that is it just me or is that, is that juicy odds? Like they didn't play terribly against the Storm. And the Knights... You can't see them playing better than they did against the Roosters. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I think the Knights will win. But $2.75 in a head to head's outrageous. Now the Knights are carrying a 7.5 points handicap at $1.87. Uh with the um with the start, the seven and a half point start, the West Tigers are at one dollar ninety-three. That even then, that's pretty damn good odds, i got to say. Now, there's no big outs for either team. Um, they, every team is listing like 37 different ins, but they all name extended benches. It's kind of made all of these uh, team lists a little bit redundant at this point. Um, Callan Ponga is still listed at fullback, so that's interesting. Adam Clune, he played not too bad last weekend. But I still don't think he's the long term option for them at halfback there. I think they should just move Jake Clifford to halfback to be honest with you, um across from them Hastings and Brooks. I'm re every time I'm going to watch Hastings this year, it's going to be a rule. I'm going to be testing him, you know, I'm going to be watching what he does and how he plays, because I think if he has a really good year, they will push Brooks out the door quick smart, because, you know, how many years are we supposed to wait for Brooks to be that halfback that the West Tigers have needed him to be now for years and years and years, Um As I said, I'm tipping the Knights in this one. I hope it's a really nice day up there in Newcastle. I hope they get an absolutely massive crowd. Um, There's been a little bit of talk about the NRL crowds uh, after round one and people saying that people don't want to go to the game still because of COVID. It's an interesting one because I know when I go out, and I'm still being really careful because I don't want to catch COVID still. I know that COVID's just about gone. But I'm still wearing a mask, and I'm seeing that I'm probably in the minority of wearing a mask at the moment. I know when I go into shopping centers, a lot of people are wearing masks, but everywhere else, they're not really wearing masks that much. So I get the whole idea of people not really wanting to be in big crowds and things like that. Um, but we'll wait and see. Newcastle will be good. I think Newcastle will get a big crowd no matter what. I reckon Newcastle could get a big crowd in the middle of the friggin' apocalypse. With the way that they love rugby league up there. Okay, last game of the round, six fifteen PM, Sunday night. It's your eighth place, Bulldogs. Actually, can we stop now? Right. Remember I said that the Broncos would be fifth, and the Bulldogs would be eighth at the end of the year. The Bulldogs are in eighth right now, and they're playing the Broncos who are in fifth. I'm not saying I'm a genius. This has been played at Acor Stadium, which I believe is the new name for Stadium Australia. And I saw during the week they unveiled a giant screen that will be basically above the stand at the end of the southern stand, above the seats. And it kind of curves around a little bit. And they, I think they said it was the, the longest horizontal screen in the world because it goes for 120 meters. Now... I know there's some pretty damn big screens over in the US. I know the uh, the Dallas Cowboys screen. I think that might be the biggest surface area for a screen overall. Um, and then you've got, uh, I think it's called Lo-Fi Stadium in LA. But their screen is kind of like the looking up at the inside of a donut. It's kind of a weird screen configuration. Uh, so I guess that depending on how you you make your screen you can always claim that it's the biggest in the world now looking at the head-to-head the Canterbury Bulldogs are outsiders they're at $2.20 in the head-to-head the Broncos are at $1.70 I like that $1.70 the handicap betting the uh, Bulldogs get a two and a half point head start they're at $1.90 the Broncos they're at uh, $1.90 with the two and a half points handicap Now, Adam Reynolds is in for the Broncos. They were good without Adam Reynolds. How will they go with Adam Reynolds? It's going to be an interesting one. They've dropped Tyrone Roberts out of the side. Tyson Gamble has come into their extended team. I'm just seeing if he's... Look, he's on the extended bench. And I would have him in the side, personally. Because I think that he would be he would be the one I would be aiming to have at 5'8", to be honest, outside of Reynolds. I think he's a a little bit of a competitor. He's got a little bit of the Steve Carter in him, where, you know, he's just always on. He's always in the contest. So we'll see if he actually plays in the game or not. I have a feeling the Broncos are going to put one on the Bulldogs here. So if you want to take that uh, 2.5 points handicap go for it. They're at $1.90. That's pretty good for, the, for that. Um, yeah, I can't go past the Bulldogs. I rate them, I think I rate them higher than pretty much anyone else this year. And I really do. I think they. nothing has shown me that they're not going to finish in fifth place. I like their backs. I like their forwards. Reynolds guiding them around the field. I think Kevin Walters, if they keep winning a few more games, if they start this season, say with four wins out of their first six matches, which is a bloody good start to a season. But if they can do that, I'll tell you what, Kevin Walters has done an, a remarkable job with where this team was. But he's got to get there first. And that starts with beating the Bulldogs as well. So that is the roundup of the games this week with all the betting odds thanks to Palmerbet. Remember, if you're going to start up a betting account, jump onto barmabet.com. They put out a press release, which was pretty funny a couple of weeks ago that made it very, very clear that the Palmer family has a long history in betting and they have nothing to do with Clive Palmer at all whatsoever. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Andrew brought it up in a podcast that we started recording last week. And I was like, dude, we got to stop the podcast. What are you talking about? And then he's like, Have a look at this email they sent out. So I thought that was funny. So I'll bring it up right now. Remember Andrew Ferguson when he used to be on this podcast? Remember to tweet him and say, why did you abandon us, Andrew? What happened? Don't you love us anymore? What's going on, man? We've got a podcast that we're aiming to record tomorrow night. I don't know what it's going to be about. We might um, look at the news. We probably talk about the game of footy that is on Thursday night. Uh, between the Bronco, uh, sorry, the Storm and the Rabbitohs, and we will read your emails out. So if you've got an email you want to send in, send it in now, podcast at leaguefreak.com. That's the way to do it. Uh, Check out Uh, leaguefreak.com. Sorry, check out fergunfreak.com, which is our podcast website. Check out leaguefreak.com. I am writing more and more. So you'll see a bit more of that over the course of the year. I've got the uh, full season draw on my website. So if you need to find out who's playing and when, go to leaguefreak.com. It draws on there. Um, Check out all of our social media stuff. You can find me on Twitter. It's League Freak. No space. Uh, The Glorious League Freak on Instagram. Andrew's on Twitter. Andrew is Andrew RLP. Uh, I need to remember that one because I, I'm i always posting it in the uh, the episode details. So anyway, it's not the longest episode today, but you've got your preview and hopefully it helps you with my tipping. Let me have a look before I go at where we're at with the tipping competition. So let's go to nrl.com. You go down to tipping on the left-hand side, and then log in. Now the tipping competition. So I'm going to put in my tips right now. So I've picked the Storm. I've picked the Panthers. I've picked the Roosters. I'm picking the Titans. I'm picking the Eels. I'm picking the Raiders with a margin of, I'm going 10 points, a little bit conservative. I'm going with the Knights, and I'm going with the Broncos. Boom. Saved. Now let's have a look at the Fergo and the Freak uh, tipping competition. So we go up here, go to competitions. So I'm currently sitting in 11th place. So, okay, so here we go. So I'm just seeing it doesn't look like anybody got a perfect round. So it's the the top tipper. The top tippers, and we had five of them. They got six. Then we had a bunch of people got five. Like I'm not going through everyone that got five because that that takes us down to 26 people. And uh, overall in the competition we got 125 people, which is pretty cool. But Ben, he leads. He's a St. George Illawarra fan. He's just ahead of Jason, uh, and then Reagan who I used to live in a house with. She used to be a housemate of mine, Reagan. She beat me. She was one ahead of me last year, and then Andy won it, and she was second, and I I think I was third. I think I was equal third or something. So Reagan is in third place. Ben is behind her. Ben is a Roosters fan looking at this. Then we've got Rebecca, who is a Storm fan. Denny, who's a a, uh, Roosters fan as well. we got... Benny, with uh, Gutho Sons is the name of his team. How dare you, Benny. Then we've got uh, Cosy's Posse. <laughs> that's Michael's team. Uh, Dragons 20, which is Jeremy. And then M.R. Vum, which is Jason. And then I'm in 11th place. So anyway, that's the top um, the top 11. Briz Dogs. Ron, you're in 12th. I'm beating you, brother. So... Yeah, I'll only do the top 10. Let's see who come last. Let's see. I'm just scrolling down. 100. Okay. So we had uh <laughs> there's a team called <laughs> this team called Rookies below this line and it's owned by Troy and I think he didn't put any tips in cuz there's no points for him. But then we've got Crazy Storm 86 which is in 125th position. And that's Andrew's team. That's not our Andrew, a different Andrew. And uh, he is on 30 points. Um, I don't understand how that works, though, because it says he got four tips right. So maybe it doesn't allow it to be applied. Let's see where our Andrew finished. Uh, Let me see if I can find him. Andy, our reigning champion. He's in 93rd position. He got three right. Uh, Where's Andrew? Andrew Ferguson. Andrew RLP is his team name. He's in 79th position. He got three right as well. So I normally start the season a little slow. And then I kind of dial in my tipping. So I was hoping to start off... With an all right start this season, um, I'll take five. I'll take five from eight. There were some interesting results in that first round. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely take that. Anyway, thank you for listening. Remember to send us an email. Podcast at leaguefreak.com is where you send it. Uh, make the subject podcast and it will jump out at us. We will answer those tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about in the podcast tomorrow, but it'll be something interesting, something exciting. And I'm going to, you watch, I'm going to give it to Andrew for not being here for the last few episodes. I'm going to make demands. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to act really indignant. So I think you should all do the same on Twitter and when you tweet him. Um, also, if you go to my Twitter account and check out, A picture I posted today. I made a League Freak Pop Vinyl. I printed it off on the printer. My plan is to make a few different ones. And then to maybe start offering to make Pop Vinyls of you lot. So you would send me, I don't know, maybe a picture of yourself. Or a caricature of yourself. Or whatever. And say, can you make this into a Pop Vinyl? I'll get it uh, made up as a picture. Send it to you and say, is this what you're looking for? And if you say yes, print it out, I'll paint it and I'll send it to you. You've got to pay for it. Obviously, it's not free. I mean, this shit is fucking costing me an arm and a leg, but, uh, I'll keep them at a decent price. Don't worry. They're going to be an all right price. They'll probably be cheaper than a pop vinyl you will buy in a store, which I think they're normally about 20 bucks. So they'll be cheaper than 20 bucks. So, um, that's the plan. That's the long term plan anyway. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us. Make sure to get onto Bet. Uh, You know, start an account with them. Start start taking their money, man. Start taking all their money. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Parmabet with the big Don't Argue. Punters will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at ParmaBet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858.